You're listening to Overcome the Overwhelm for Special Needs Moms with Lauren Lowry. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Overcome the Overwhelm. I am so glad to have you guys back. Uh, If this is your first time joining, I am Lauren Lowry. I am a certified life coach for special needs moms. And we just take this podcast and we talk about all the life things of being a special needs mom. (laughs) All the struggles and things, you know, tips and tricks and hacks to kind of make life easier, but also kind of how to de-stress and think about things a little bit differently in life. So Today's podcast, I actually want to talk about, you know, we're we're in the week between Christmas and New Year's. It's that really weird week, right, where everyone kind of, you know, we don't know what day it is. Everyone's schedules are off. Um, but also, it's a really big time for reflection. At least it is for me. So <laughs> I want to talk about, yeah, 12 things that I've learned in these past 12 months. Because 2021, it was, it was a weird year, right? I don't know if it was for you, Um, maybe not quite as weird as 2020, uh, but I think that it was hard to kind of figure out what is normal now, you know? Obviously, we're never going to go back to what it was pre-2020, don't want to get into that here, but yeah, so it's kind of, you know, it's been about figuring out what is this going to look like, but also it's been, it's been a year of figuring out like, who am I? That sounds really deep, right? But, you know, just kind of discovering everything and it's, you know, we adopted our daughter this year. It's been, it's been a year. Yeah. So let's jump into it. I want to jump into it because we have 12 things to talk about. Now, number one actually is a lesson I think I, I'm really going to take it from this past week because (laughs) first lesson is taking the pressure off of yourself actually gives you more strength. Yes. So now I don't know if you guys have seen Encanto. It's a Disney movie. It just came out. Um, But in the movie, uh, the main character's sister, Louisa, she sings a song. uh, It's called Surface Pressure. And oh my gosh, I was like, this movie, Disney did not need to go this hard (laughs) with this song. The lyrics are amazing. And I'm going to read a couple of the lines from the song for you. Uh, That way, if you haven't uh, seen this movie, you're going to be like, oh, okay. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, but so the first one, if I could shake the crushing weight of expectations, should that free some room up for joy or relaxation or simple pleasure? Like dang Disney. Okay. If I could shake the crushing weight of expectations, that would let me feel joy. Like, oh my gosh. So then the second line that just like got me from the song is I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can't be of service. Right? Like we put so much pressure on ourselves as special needs moms that like it's all on us. If I'm not in service, if I'm not doing all the things and meeting these expectations everyone has, when really it's just our inner expectations, then I'm not worthy. Right? Like that is something I see it so often is like we have all this pressure, you know, special needs moms and a lot of my clients, I do a lot of coaching on this this feeling that it is all on us. You know, our child's health and well-being is on us. Our child's progress is all on us. All the appointments, the house, everything, even if it's not. Because we suck at asking for help, right? I see that so often, you know, and it's something that I've had to really work on is like asking for help and not assuming that it is all on me. So that's a huge lesson. 
So, okay, we're going to move on because we've got, we've got a lot of lessons, like I said. <laughs> so number two, we're not going to go quite as deep on this one. How to crush a pill and a syringe instantly. Y'all, I think actually, I'm not going to lie. This might be my favorite thing I learned this year. So I have it in my Instagram stories uh, saved, you know, in the little highlights at the top. Um, because this is like the best thing ever. I think it's under special needs mom hacks. Uh, so, but I'm going to give you a little, I found this on like, I don't know, TikTok or Instagram, something. I found this online, just like a video someone did. I think it was a nurse and you put the pill into the syringe and then you drop just a little bit of water, you know, push out any air that's in there. And then you stick your finger on the top of the syringe and you pull back the plunger and it literally crushes the pill instantly. (laughs) It's the best hack ever. You guys are probably like, what is wrong with me on this week between Christmas and New Year's? Lauren gets weird. (laughs) But yes, go watch. If you were curious about this, go watch my Instagram stories on this. It is amazing. It is life-changing. I'm going to go with it's life-changing. Yeah, it is. (laughs) So number three life lesson learned in the past 12 months is it's not about what I need to do today. It's about who I need to be today. Yes, let that sink in. It's not about what I need to do today. It's about who I need to be today. So, you know, we make all these to-do lists of all these different things that we need to accomplish, all these tasks. And how often do we end up not getting them all done? Or just feeling kind of like crap when we do them. But instead, if you switch around your mind and you switch around how you see this, it's like, who do I need to be today? Okay, I need to be... Um, you know, an advocate for my child today. And that is going to look like showing up, you know, whatever, like, you know, I have to call that, uh, call that physician and get that referral and like, whatever you're having to do. Yeah. Who do I need to be today to get that done? Versus like, okay, I need to call this and you go to the pharmacy, you know, that whole checklist. You will show up completely different if you change your mindset to this. It is insane. And I love it. Who do I need to be today? Because it's not about the things, it's not about, you know, our tasks that we need to complete, that none of that matters. And it seems like that is the most important thing at times, but it's not. It's how we are thinking and who we are showing up as. That is what matters. So number four on the lessons learned in the past 12 months is sometimes you just have to let it go like Elsa, even if you're scared. (laughs) So this one was really something that came about whenever I was, uh, you know, back in August, Leo was starting school for the first time. And up until this point in his life, he had been home with a nurse who was like a very much a part of our family every single day. You know, I mean, other than when we would go out and stuff, but like he wasn't cared for by anybody else really. Like he didn't go to daycare or preschool or anything like that. He didn't go to pre-K because of COVID, you know? So this is the first time that you know, he was really going out on his own. And it was hard, you know, and it was extremely scary. We didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know if he was going to be well taken care of. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't know how it was going to go. And there was so much fear around that unknown. And I just had to, you know, at a point, I had to get to a point where I just had to let it go. And I had to ask myself, what if it all goes right? And you know what? It did. He has amazing teachers 
who fight and advocate for him every single day. He's an amazing aide. And yeah, were there some hiccups? Absolutely. We had to figure things out, you know? He switched aides, you know, and he had to switch classrooms for some various reasons, nothing of his fault. And you know what? It all worked out amazing. It all worked out just like it needed to. And I just had to let go in order for it to happen. And that's one of the hardest things to just let go of the reins and say, okay, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be all right. What if it happens even better than I could imagine? And it did. So number five is I am a person outside of the special needs mom, the foster mom, the adoptive mom, the wife, the, you know, coach, the, all those things. I am a person outside of that. And that person who is just me, not a title that involves other people, she deserves attention too. She deserves love. She deserves grace and she deserves rest, hobbies, and those simple joys. Yeah. How often do we forget about that person? We're so busy serving others. And it kind of ties back into that first lesson of like just needing to be, you know, that person that does everything, that service to everybody all the time, needing to be that. But we aren't being that for ourselves, right? How often does that happen? Are you seeing that in your life, you know? That was something that I really had to pick up on this year was making sure that I'm taking care of myself as a person, not all those other titles that I have. And whenever I started to do that, that was when everything started to change. You know, whenever you let yourself just take care of you, you will start to see how much better you can take care of others and how much more service of service you can be to others. And it's just easier. There's a peace that comes with it. Yes. So number six lesson that I learned in this 12 months. I actually learned this back, I think Leo was in the hospitals back in June. Yeah, because it was right before my birthday. I learned this when he was in the hospital. Um, hospital calories do in fact count. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Surprise, right? Sorry if I uh, ruined that for you, but <laughs> I just got all these messages. Like, I don't know, I made some joke on Instagram and it said, you know, like, oh, I don't know about like the cafeteria food. I always talk about hospital cafeteria food because when Leo was in the hospital all the time, it was an issue. Like I ended up at the end of, you know, whenever he was kind of finally released from the hospital, I weighed more than I did when I was pregnant with him at the end of like my maternity leave. And that's, that's impressive. Yeah. But you know, it, whenever you're in survival mode, none of that matters. Um, you know, you go to food for avoidance. You go to food for pleasure and joy whenever you're feeling really bad and things are crappy. Food can be a source of pleasure and fun and joy, but that's not a healthy way to live, right? Yeah. And this is, you know, this isn't about weight gain. This isn't about body image here. Um, but the pain that I was avoiding whenever I would eat these things at the hospital, and I, I kind of knew this lesson already, but I had to throw it in here because I did get so many messages about this. <laughs> the pain that I'm avoiding whenever I eat the hospital junk food, it doesn't go away whenever I eat that ice cream or whatever it is I got from the cafeteria. It just gets put on hold for me to feel later. Yeah, it's always going to be there. But whenever I do have to finally address it later and feel it, I also have like a stomach ache or feel like crap because of all the junk I ate because I ate like 8,000 calories in a day. 
So it's almost like doubling your pain. Whenever we do things to avoid pain and we try to buffer away those negative emotions in unhealthy ways, it is just doubling the suffering that you're putting yourself through. And that is something I would love to do a podcast, an entire episode over this. Um, I think I will. I think I, I think January is a great time to go into like stress eating and how we use food to feel our feelings, even though we're not feeling our feelings, we're avoiding them. <laughs> I I can't wait. Let's do that. We'll do that in January. I love you guys are just, you know, here on my planning session with me. <laughs> but that'll be a lot of fun because that is something that I, I, gosh, many of my clients struggle with as well. And many, you know, people that I've talked to, uh, special needs moms struggle with, and just people in general, is turning to food for comfort or avoidance in those hard times. And at the hospital, you know, it's one of the most stressful times in our life whenever our child is in the hospital. And that makes it very easy to just want to not feel that way, to want to get rid of that stress. Um, and think that that will do it. So yes, that's, that's the lesson is just hospital calories do count. I just named it something funny. Again, it's not about the calories. It's about how we actually feel in our bodies. So number seven, this is a really big one. Pre-prep your meds for the week. (laughs) I, I cannot believe that this took me, um, until Leah was like five years old for us to start doing this. I think it's because we had a nurse regularly in our home who did a lot of these things. But, you know, pre-prepping your meds, we have like a, you know, those little pill boxes. And it's got the morning, afternoon, and evening, and seven days of the week, everything like that. And just taking the five whole minutes on, you know, Sunday to get it all together for the week. It sucks to do that for five minutes. It does. It's not fun. No one wants to do it. We, We really don't want to do it. But... That's so much better than, you know, it's sucking five minutes multiple times a day for the next seven days. By having to get the pill bottles out, open them up, get them out of the little bottle, right? So it's funny that sometimes we avoid something um, that would take us just five or ten minutes in one sitting to prepare for the whole week, right? We think, oh, that's just too much work to do. But how much time are we actually spending doing that thing throughout the week a lot more than five minutes altogether I bet so it's like you could either suffer for five minutes now and is it really suffering no but we're just going to put that as the title to that you know feeling I guess that ugh, I don't want to do this feeling (laughs) you could either do it for five or ten minutes on Sunday or you could do it for five to ten minutes twice a day for seven days yeah a little bit of pain now will save you a lot in the long run. And again, not really pain, right? It's just getting pills out of a bottle. But it's that, you know, negative feeling, I guess you could say. That's something we just don't want to do. And isn't that so weird that I have noticed this about almost every special needs parent that I've ever talked to is we all hate getting meds ready. It's just such a chore. <laughs> it's just such a chore. And I don't really know why. I guess maybe just because it's so monotonous. We have to do it multiple times a day for a lot of us and every single day. And it's just, I've even joked, like, I want a, uh, if I had, like, a one wish, you know, be I, I just want a meds fairy that just prepares all the meds and all the feedings and everything for me. I will feed Leo. I love feeding him. I'll do that all day long. I'll give him the meds. That's not the problem either. It's just the actual act of preparing the medications. (laughs) 
we're all, we're we're a bunch, aren't we? We are. Let me tell you. So, I, anyways, I'm gonna move on. Number eight life lesson that I learned in the last twelve months is that starting a business is scary. It is vulnerable. It is challenging, but it has been one of the best decisions I've made in my life. You know, when I started coaching, I said to myself that even if I just help one fellow special needs mom, it would all be worth it. And you know what? Since then, I've helped way more than just one. And each comment, you know, every message that I get, anything like that, I'm just reminded why I keep going. No matter how scary it might be, no matter how vulnerable I might feel, it's all worth it. And I just think, you know, a lot of times how many things don't ever come, you know, come about in the world because someone is scared to put it out there. You know, scared of failure, scared of what people will think or what people will say. All that fear holding people back in life. And what are we missing out on the world if, you know, like, I don't know, what's like an invention that we use every single day of our lives, like electricity. If he just, you know, if someone had just been afraid of, doing something and going out there and doing it, we wouldn't have things like electricity. We wouldn't have things like sliced bread is the only thing coming to my mind, guys. That's awful. (laughs) Best invention in the world, we wouldn't have sliced bread, man. (laughs) Again, I'm gonna blame it on it being the week between New Year's or Christmas and New Year's. My brain is just a little bit, a little bit sluggish right now, but that's okay. (laughs) All right, so that was lesson number eight is that just do the scary thing. It's worth it. It is so worth it. If you have a good reason of why you want to do it, just do it. Don't let that fear hold you back. I promise you, you will not regret it. So number nine, while staying up late after after the kids are finally in bed, it is so tempting to do that, right? They're finally in bed. I can finally have time for myself. If I stay up late, I will almost always regret it in the morning. It's not worth it. Just remind yourself of that. In the evening, whenever you're like, mm, should I watch another, you know, hit next episode on the Netflix show I'm watching? No, it will not be worth it in the morning. Go to bed, especially if you are sleep deprived, especially if you have not been getting a lot of sleep. Sleep is vital. Sleep is like the most important thing to your health, physical and mental. That is sleep. Yes. <laughs> so number, I'm not even gonna spend a whole lot of time on that because I think we all, we all know. We know that feeling. I see you out there. So moving on. Number 10. You'd think this is another one you'd think I would have learned uh, earlier than just this year. And I think it's something I always knew, but it's something I resisted. And that is to always pack an extra change of clothes for your child. No matter what. No matter even if you're like, I'm going to go to the, just run to the grocery store. It's no big deal. You know, it's 10 minutes there. Be in the grocery store. Just got to get something. We'll be there for 10 minutes and we'll be back home. 30 minutes all around. No, just pack the dang pants in the bag. Just do it. You'll, you know, it's better to have them and not need them than to need them and not have them. And I don't know why that took me five years to get through my head. And now, I think it's because Leo's in school now. This is really what's done it for me. <laughs> is, you know, him going to school every single day. It is a no, like, no. There's no questions asked. Like, there has to be a pair of pants. I'm so sorry if you hear him in the background. I think he heard me say that. <laughs> But there is no him leaving the house without having a spare pair of pants and a shirt in his bag. It's just (laughs) non-negotiable. Number 11 is B minus work is better 
than being terrified you can't do A-plus work and not doing anything at all. And this is one I think I learned with this podcast especially is, you know, I I really wanted to do a podcast for so long, but I was like, well, I don't know. I don't have all the fancy equipment. I don't know. I need to do more research. It won't be perfect. I don't know what I'm doing. So therefore, I just didn't do it. And, you know, we just talked about like the sliced bread inventions. Fear is keeping people from doing amazing things, but also perfectionism keeps people from doing amazing things. And perfectionism is made up. There is no such thing as, because you know what you think would be a perfect podcast is not what I would think would be a perfect podcast, is not what, you know, Sally Sue down the street would think would be a perfect podcast. And that's okay. It doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be out there. Whatever your thing is that you've been wanting to do, whatever's been on your heart that you're like, I would love to do that, but I don't know how, or I don't think I could do it good enough. Listen, mama, listen, who cares? Something is better than nothing. Yeah, it's that all or, all or nothing mentality there. You know, if it's not perfect, then I'm not going to do it at all. And that's that. But that's not, where's the fun in that, right? How are you going to help people with that? How are you going to, you know, help yourself with that or do something for yourself with that mentality? Is you're not, that's the deal. So fear and perfectionism, guys, that is what's keeping you from doing the things that you want to do, don't let them. Do not let them. (laughs) Because I'd rather have your even C minus work than not have you at all, right? All right, number 12. This one's probably my absolute favorite. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Let's live for the small moments. Live for those little moments in life that don't seem to be anything important and don't seem to be anything big that's what makes up life, you know? Whenever you look back, um, you know, on your time with your child, the time you had with them, especially if they have a life-limiting diagnosis or illness, those little moments are what you're going to remember and they're what matters. So, okay, guys. I hope you guys have an amazing last few days of 2021, and I hope that 2022 is just, it's going to be our year. It is going to be the year that we do amazing things, right? We got this. Okay, guys, I hope you have a wonderful week. Happy New Year, and I will see you next week. Goodbye. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Overcome the Overwhelm. If you have questions or like more information, head on over to LowryLifeCoaching.com and I'll see you next week.